So in this episode, um, I'm going to just talk to you about a couple of routines and, you know, switching things up a little bit to make yourself a bit happier. Um, now I do have a coffee, so we know I'll be sipping. Um, right, so the first thing I want to do is actually add credence to a film that I saw last night called She Said. Um, it's around the Harvey Weinstein thing um, and it's about the Me Too movement. So I wanted to kind of dedicate this podcast to that film, to the journalists, to the producers and directors, scriptwriters, researchers, um, and the women that came forward. Um, movements tend to, you know, come in waves and kind of die down. So I wanted to refresh that. Um, it's an incredible film. I highly recommend you watch it. I am absolutely 1000% thankful for the movement it brought awareness and a change in behavior, which has made my life a lot easier. And I'm sure every woman can can um, add to that. Um, it's so difficult in, the, in those kind of movements to not finger point and say, well, there's a, a problem with men. And I don't think there is a problem with men. It's just tolerance kind of dropped. And we just needed to fine tune a few things to make more people happier. And that's exactly what that movement did. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who did that because it was an incredible movement. Um, the person who started it, I don't know who they are. So today I've actually dedicated myself to find out a bit more about it, um, find out who started it. And, um, you know, it's our job to be uh, resourceful and it's our job to be knowledgeable, you know. So um, thank you. Um, right, so that side. I want to talk to you about um, spring is approaching. So you might you might listen to this in summer, you might listen to this in winter, but we're at the um, precipice of a seasonal change. Um, so whenever you listen to this, you might feel the same, but it, we might be going into winter, whatever, but it doesn't really matter. What matters is there's a change, there's a shift coming. Hope starts to kick in just before a change. It's a new cycle. Our emotions, they're sickly, you see. So when our environment starts to change and we feel a bit better and the the light is kicking in and we can start to see, you know, yay, your flowers bloom and things. And in the same way that if it was going into autumn, you'd see, you know, leaves um, fall and you'd see winter things getting crisp. So it's an opportunity for new. So what I want you to do is I want you to look at your routine um, I'll tell you about my routine. So I like to get up early. The times vary depending on how exhausted I am. Um, I Ideally, I love to get up at five. Um, the summer I can do that, the winter I can't. So then it kind of goes into six and sometimes between six and eight, depending on, again, how exhausted I am. Um, I then like to do exercise and then I like to, sometimes I have a corporate job, so I've got to be at the desk by nine. Um yeah, and then I like to do some more exercise throughout the day. Um, because of medical reasons, I have to I like to keep my body going. And I like to go for long walks. Those long walks actually can end up being like two and a half hours. Um, I'm a bit of a wanderer. I just wander. And then I think, like, ah, where am I? A bit like a cat. Um, so these are the things that I try to slice into my day. Like they're pockets of happiness, basically. Um, and then I like to, I always like to have a coffee in the morning. Um, eating wise, I'm a little bit irregular. Sometimes I'm hungry and I can eat like a horse. And then other days I'm like, I just don't want anything. So I avoid it. 
so these are, you know, you have your behaviors. And what's really, really important is that those behaviors don't rule your life. But also those those behaviors don't become so rigid that you lose those pockets of happiness because now they're must-dos, have-dos, and not I love to. Okay. So, you know, it's a bit like... Um, it's a bit like traveling. Everyone's like, oh, you must go traveling, traveling, traveling. I love traveling. I've been traveling a lot. But it got to a point for me where I was like, I feel like I have to now keep moving around, moving around. And so I've stopped traveling, um, you know, to the degree that I did because it stopped becoming a love to. So, you know, have a look at your routine. Have a look at what you need to do, have to do, and see whether you can mix it up a little bit and do love to instead. You know, and it can, it can be something like instead of getting the car and driving to work, can you walk? Can you get a bus? Can you do something which will change that have to into a love to? Instead of weekends being things like I have to do this around the house, why don't you do one day or half a day or two half days of have tos and then see if you can do love tos, you know? Um, instead of, oh, I have to get something to eat. I know I, um, I'll get a takeaway instead of that. Say, do I actually want something to eat and can I have something healthier? And then I'll love it instead. So it's about turning. It's about seeing an opportunity from the have tos, must dos, need to into, I would love to do that. I would love to do that differently. You know, um, you know, like working out gets incredibly boring and your body can plateau. I know I'm going to get a bit round for some reason. So I'm like, uh-uh, that's not going to work. Um, so what I've started to do is instead of going have to exercise, have to exercise, need to exercise, I put some weights and now I actually really love doing it. And I'm like, yeah, actually, I love doing this new. So I just, I just um, flipped it up a bit, you know, switched it up a bit. Um, and, you know, it's night, it's like night time, you know. I hate going to sleep. I'm frightened of the dark. You know, my energy seems to peak at about 8 p.m. at night. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's meant to go the other way. No, no, don't wake up again. I have like a surge of energy. So instead of lying on my bed, have to sleep, staring at the fucking wall, have to sleep. I've now introduced something where I actually love the evenings. So I have a hot shower. I bought some really, um, really nice shower gel. That is, I'm not going to tell you brands and I'm not going to tell you anything like that. It's just, it's a shower gel that makes me feel nice. And that's what's important. So go to Boots, go to Superdrug, go to Tesco, go wherever you need to do it, go. Um, you know, or spend a bit extra and, and go to Aesop or something like that. And go somewhere where the shower gel, when you, when you smell it, it makes you feel nice. Okay. So what I'm saying is brandless, um, priceless, whatever, just, just get something that makes you feel good. So have a hot shower, like the hottest thing you've ever seen in your life. I've said this before, every time I open the bathroom door, it's like stars in their eyes. And, um, so I have a hot shower and I lay them myself up to the point where I'm unrecognizable because I'm just covered in lather. Um, and that, yeah. And then I come out, I like having like a little steam room in there. It's brilliant. <laughs> Yeah. And then I come out and a body brush and then my pajamas have been on the radiator with my socks. Yep. Yeah. And I put everything on and it feels all nice and warm and toasty. 
and then I've got a really nice film ready to go. Now, that film, I've always made sure those films are from the 1970s or 1980s. I'm really sorry, but I find the films now, apart from the She Said, I watched that actually, and that was incredible. But sometimes the films are a bit too much for me at night. You know, they're, um, you know, bam, bam, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> you know, I don't want that. Not 8 p.m. Uh, although I am a sucker for Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, I told you I've got this childlike side. I am a bit of a sucker for Ninja Turtles, yeah. So, look, the moral of the story is I watch a film which doesn't adrenalise me, simple as. Let me just get a coffee. Mm. Yum. Oh, yum. So then I start to love my routine. So I've I've done, I've looked at my day and gone, oh, I have to, I need to, and thing. And I approach it with a different emotion. And how I've done that is I've just made it a bit more exciting and a bit more like, yeah, I'm engaged now. It is very much like dealing with a child. You know, with a kid, you're like, eat your dinner. And the kid goes, Nyeh. so you go, Nyeh. and you make it into airplanes. I'm not saying go to a restaurant, pretend that you need to be fed <laughs> airplanes. But it's about switching things up so that they're more enjoyable for you. You're not being childish and you're not really, yeah, you are being a bit childlike, but that's good. That's good. But you're enjoying it more, you know. Um, it's changing your playlist, um, you know, when you go for walks. I know the... <laughs> how good is this um, a lot of you have said you listen to my podcast when you walk the dog and I put it on my post the other day I was like I don't know what it is about dogs and thinking of me but I'm, I'm flattered but yeah I mean change your podcast do whatever you need to do introduce you know a little coffee from the coffee shop on your walk you know um just switch it up and you're gonna find that you feel a lot better you know um, I always find with work as well, you know, some, I'm not going to lie, I've worked for some places and I've walked in and thought, oh, I just can't be arsed with this. Um, and, you know, you get the characters at work, don't you? You get the you get the little perfect person who's like, oh, you're being so unprofessional. And it's like, oh, shut up. You know, you get that one, the little perfect person who is so far up the manager, it's untrue and trying, you know, it's weird. They've got parental issues and they're looking at the manager as some kind of validation. You get that kind of character. You know, then you get the the character where they're a bit more, um, you know, attention-seeking and, and showy-offy and territorial. It's quite, quite bizarre that every time you go to a different office, you get these same characters pop up. It's It's amazing. And you can actually switch up the routine a little bit there as well. So, I always find that when I approach things that I didn't want to do or approach people I didn't want to do, I try to find the funny side in them and I try to relax a little bit because I remember a couple of times, especially when I was younger, I was incredibly anxious and I'd be very scared of people and very nervous. And then I started to learn, you know, really worked on myself, been practicing this kind of what I teach you basically for God, about 20 years. And I have managed to get it down to a T where I start to think people who would normally f I would find threatening as humorous and it's quite it's so alleviating in that sense like you just look at someone and you go oh there they go again kicking off being a knob you know and you kind of minimize it you minimize their impact you minimize their 
um, presence by not taking it seriously. So there's a lot of things, and I think that's where the key lies, is that when you're intimidated something by someone or something, minimize it by not taking it seriously. Just be like, yeah, just another day, whatever, who cares, you know? Mm. So look, think about what you do. Look around what you do. You're doing an amazing job. I highly recommend, by the way, that you don't scroll on um, social media. Stop scrolling. Do you know what scrolling does is it imprints in your brain constantly stuff that you normally wouldn't choose and you have no control over? Well, I'm not being funny, but that's terrible, you know? In the same way that sometimes you meet people who are like, oh, we would never have been friends, so I don't know how you've managed to get into my energy. You know, not everything is a lesson and blessing. Like sometimes things can irritate you and really poison your mindset. So I really, really strongly feel that you should, be turning that phone off about 8 p.m. And, and not scrolling. Don't scroll. Instead, watch a nice film. Okay, put a nice film. Every night, find something that you can put on and it's going to soothe you and it's going to be a little bit um, nostalgic and it's going to be feeling, you know, it takes away. So basically what, what's happening there is your, sorry, yawn. Your conscious mind is watching this very nice paced film and then subconsciously you're processing the day. If you sit there scrolling, you're going to be like, world is ending, world is ending, economic collapse, um, aliens, uh, clones. I mean, really? You really want to be watching that shit at about 8pm? No, you don't. No, you don't. Put it down. Put it down. And by having a bit more control with your phone and by going, right, okay, it's 8pm now, the phone goes away. And spending less time on your phone, less time hooked on it, you're actually going to be in reality. When you're in reality, you're going to meet better people, have better relationships, better friendships. You know, what's really incredibly heartbreaking is that I went to my local swimming pool the other day and I walked past three sets of people who were picking their kids up from school. The first one, I won't say gender because I actually think gender has nothing to do with this, but I feel that all three of them, the adults were on their phone, walking, texting, scrolling. And all three of them, the child looked lonely and was looking up at their parent. And the parent wasn't looking at them at all. Their phones. I dread to see what's coming because these kids are being used, scripted, and they're like performing monkeys for these social medias. They're having to cry when they're being told to just for a like. And they're being uh, ignored, you know, and I dread to think what's coming. So put your fucking phones down, spend time with people you love, enjoy your children. Your child coming out of school wanting to tell you about their day is huge for them. And you're scrolling three times. I saw three different people and three times they were ignoring their children, right? In the same way. I hear it all the time. Like I, I spoke to you before on a podcast where a guy felt like his relationship was over because his girlfriend was constantly on the phone and the watch was telling you, you got to drink, you got to move, you got to drink, you got to move, you got to eat, you got to eat protein, you got to drink, you got to move. And he was like, you know, she's a robot. Put your phones down and have some real relationships and real conversations. 
You don't need to be on your phone all the time. You don't need your phone in your hand. You don't need your headphones on when you go out for a walk. There's something absolutely medicinal about going out and hearing the birds tweet, hearing your feet on a crisp bit of grass, and just hearing things. You know, the other day I went for a walk and I overtook someone and they said the funniest thing. I can't remember what I was, but I burst out laughing as I walked past and I said, sorry, I didn't mean to hear that. But it was the funniest thing I've ever heard. If I had my headphones on, I wouldn't have heard that. It was the best thing that happened in my day. It was some kind of gossip about a boyfriend. But, you know, like live in the real world, that's going to help your nervous system massively, all right? The other thing I want to say is put your phone down when it comes to your other half coming in from work. Stop doing things separately. Your phone is separating you. Your TV programs are separating you. Turn the phone off, turn the TV off. And whoever gets in first, because I know most everyone pretty much works these days get cooking and when they walk in the door they can either help you cooking and go oh yeah okay let me set the table do something together bring back those old family values where you're cooking for the other one because little things like that will go a long way they wake up you've got a tea or a coffee next to them ready to go just get up early make them a coffee make them a tea when when you finish early and they don't, you make them dinner, you know, vice versa, whatever. Wash their car for them. Just little, little things like that are going to create such a bondage. You know, it's, it's, it's silent treats at the end of the day that is really going to create the foundation. If they're flying in from somewhere, go pick them up from the airport. You know, I was so shocked when I moved down here because I'm from, like, the Midlands and we're very family-orientated there. And I meet these people at the office and they're high flyers and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm flying in from, I've got to go to Canada and I've got to think. And then when I find out that their other half doesn't pick them up from the airport, believe me, I would have a car full of kids all in their pajamas, all ready to go to bed the minute we pick up my other half. And we are in that car outside the airport waiting for you, you know, and it's like, no way. So bring back those little things. At the moment, we're like living in this Weird, vapid, vacuous state where it's like, well, unless they're a millionaire, unless they have this, this and this, unless they have money in the bank. And I hear it so many times. Money comes and goes. You build things together and then you build things separately. But love is love, regardless of gender, regardless of age. If you're with someone, that's what you should be investing in. Not They are not a resource. They are not there to make your life better. They are there to be a partner. Partner to you to love you and you're there to them that's your job that is the job to make them at ease to make their life better when they have a bad day you come and you listen you put the kettle on and be like let's hash it out what's going on darling baby whatever you know but your relationship doesn't mean that the other one is a supplier this is shocking so look make your life better have better relationships Put your phones down, talk to people, you know, invest better in your relationships. If they're ignoring you, always on their phone all the time, not paying attention to you, get out, find someone who will. You know, it's a partnership. You've got to be in your bodies. You've got to be in reality. Your routines, if they're getting boring, add a, spice it up a bit, you know, switch it up. Add a bit of love there. Add a bit of excitement. You know, stay buoyant and staying buoyant is your job. It's 1000% your job, right? Love you very much as always, but please, please 
listen to each other, listen to your kids, how, how's your day gone at school, uh, your partner, what on earth is going on, oh my god, let me treat you, yeah, you know, be um, unified again and not so separate, all right, same things with your routines, stop being so robotic, you know, enjoy yourself, love you.